I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. While almost no one used the language of micro-entrepreneur, quite a few saw platforms as the route to independence, autonomy, and freedom. Some even went further, seeing platforms as the antidote to big corporations or even to capitalism itself. Suhani, who was active on many platforms, explained her preference for Airbnb. If I took a hotel, say Marriott in Texas, right, it's fine. But Marriott has got a board of directors sitting somewhere in a million dollar house. But this lady is a photographer who owns this house. And as a photographer, maybe she's not earning that much. It'll help her house payment if I was supporting the local business. The Marriott guys don't really need it. They have a lot of money. Like many of the people we interview, Suhani prefers to keep money in the local economy. So that was my idea. Support local. Natasha, a Toro renter, an Airbnb customer, uh, summed up the rhetoric. We're putting money right in the pocket of the community we were visiting, skipping the middleman. So that felt good. Participants in the nonprofits also saw their activities as an alternative to capitalism, especially those in the time bank. Across both types of sites, our informants criticize global supply chains, corporate conformity, and exploitative and alienating social relations. We found an inchoate, 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 I don't know that word. Uh, we'll look that back up in a second. But powerful nostalgia in which the sharing economy was envisioned as a household space, what we termed a domestic imaginary. Production takes place within the home. Social relations are familial and aesthetic is cozy. The aesthetic is cozy. In contrast to the cold and impersonal corporation, this new market operates like a family rooted in past, place, and time. Overall, the platforms and their boosters did a good job of convincing early users that there was nothing ahead but win-wins. Their rhetoric tapped into common sense so effectively that few applied basic critical thinking to recognize that the future held far more complexity than the cheerleading allowed. This was less true of platform employees who were more aware of problems and researchers who from the beginning debated the pros and cons of sharing platforms, especially their economics. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Touch Podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Monday, ready to do some podcasting. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Search the Blackout Tips. Leave us five-star reviews. Appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that. The official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. And listen, today's excerpt is from a book that I just started reading, I'm actually going to interview this author, so I'm kind of excited about that. But it's called After the Gig, um, and it's by uh, Juliet Shore. Um, and it talks about the gig economy and the pros and cons and the, the effects that it's had and, you know, some of the things that people, you know, kind of tout about it and the things that um, – people thought would happen and then the things that actually happen mm -hmm. and all that stuff and um I, I, you know i just started it i'm like uh i don't know 12 percent through and um i'm really enjoying it so far because it's, it's just kind of talking about you know i don't know if people remember when this shit all started mm -hmm. but all I the do. all these apps and stuff a lot of them were like kind of pitched to us as solutions to um a bunch of stuff is like a response to occupy wall street mm -hmm. and like it's time to put the power back in the common person's hands it's time mm -hmm. to defund you know these the wall street and these big corporations and capitalism and we're gonna you know we're gonna you know make charity apps and the apps are gonna just be about you know you don't even charge people for some of this stuff and then some of the stuff are 
charity apps that are for profit you know <laughs> some of the like it's not a non-profit business but the idea of what they're doing is is based on this idea of sharing economy mm-hmm. um you know obviously ride sharing and you know we're gonna drive taxi companies out of business because no one cares about them anyway we hate them and then uber becomes the place where you're like wait there's not enough regulation people aren't getting paid enough um airbnb you know we're gonna take the money from the big hotels and then you go wait uh people are pricing out neighborhoods they're buying up small uh, spaces in in quote-unquote bad black neighborhoods driving up the property value and then now there's this leading to gentrification and shit like that um so it was just kind of interesting because so many people bought into the pitch because everything that that uh, that makes the app sound like a solution is the pitch right it's what silicon valley wants to have in our brains when we talk about when we talk about uber they want us to think ride sharing taken away from the big taxi company monopoly and now anyone can earn money in a car and i love how that she she points out that a lot of the people who use the platforms were the ones who kind of quote unquote fail for it for lack of a better term but the people who are workers on the platforms were the ones who were like nah there's a bunch of shit wrong with this like there's a bunch of loopholes for exploitation there's a bunch of way this is not a real job i don't get health insurance um they call me a private contractor i'm not protected if something happens to me in the car uh people uh don't have strong enough background checks uh something could happen to the person who gets in the car with me or the the consumer and they're not really protected they don't understand so it it was uh, i I just kind of enjoyed this this breakdown of it and i can't wait to finish this book and interview her um and i remember probably about 10 maybe 15 years ago uh about 10 maybe i said 10 plus 15 when Mm -hmm. airbnb first came out on the market Mm -hmm. you don't see them anymore but airbnb commercials for a time when they first started were every fucking where and i can't speak about other countries but here in america they pushed Airbnb as a chance for people to travel around the world, around the country for cheap. Mm-hmm. That was the whole thing. They used to have commercials where people would be in like these villages. And, you know, some normally a white person would be like, I got to travel to such and such. I would have never been able to afford it if it wasn't for Airbnb. And the people were like, we opened up our home to this stranger and allowed them to live here for a fraction of the price. Like, like I remember yeah. that's how it was pushed. I remember and, that too. And promoted. And they, and those commercials were everywhere they don't have they don't they basically stop showing commercials but mm-hmm. for a while you literally could not turn on your tv without some sweeping view of a beach a view of a village a view of somewhere where you know th- this is quote unquote the future the the thing is uh for me uh no matter how quote unquote much people complain about corporations corporations have a place corporations have rules and regulations that they must follow certain things they must protect and certain standards they have to have and certain certain things they are responsible for they fuck up you can sue them it's a lot of things that are laid down in the foundation of these corporations 
that these new places that are popping up they don't have these same rules you know nobody talks about what happened if i get raped in a, in, in a uh, uber until mm-hmm. somebody gets raped right. you know nobody talks about what happened if i'm in an airbnb and somebody steals my shit the owner of the and place steals my shit keep in mind the idea was pitched as these things will not happen to you the reason that bad things happen is because big corporate bad guys right the big corporations they they only care about profits they don't care about people and that's why bad things continue to happen that's why racism happens in a hotel that's why racism it would never happen if you had an airbnb and then you go wait airbnb there's less regulation and an individual can simply be racist and there's nothing that can really be done by about it like they can just go every time a black person wants to rent i'm gonna say no you know and so we lead you lead like i've never had to hide that i was black to rent a hotel room Mm -mm. but for airbnb people routinely commonly are like i'm gonna just not let them know my race until i show up because i don't want to give them that chance to be like oh no i can't uh, i forgot we can't we're booked that weekend you know or whatever mm-hmm. and people have known to do that but if i go to a marriott bitch i show up and you tell me you're not serving me because i'm black it's a motherfucking problem it's a problem and you they're held accountable and responsible for that right and so another thing um they they the 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 idea that these weren't corporations it was the people doing people by people sharing right going person to person that also turned out to be bullshit they are corporations million dollar billion dollar corporations huge startup fund capitalism venture capitalism to get these ideas off the ground and then they become like the bloodthirsty strangulation of capitalism on people's necks when it's like we're going to price gouge you know one of the ideas for either lyft or uber was a guy saying well i couldn't get a cab in this town during this celebration on new year's and you know it just shut down and it was a terrible experience i said what if we could had a place that could do this it's like y'all charge surcharge pricing and people talk about it all the time yes a hundred dollars or more depending on the time depending on the date and because algorithms aren't um aren't emotional right Mm -hmm. they it's not even just dependent on the time and date it's a set of predetermined factors so if a lot of people want to use uber on uh at any point in time right now if we all hit the button on our phone we want an uber it then calculates everybody wants uber charge more Mm -hmm. right well then you were having things like there'd be a terrorist attack people and then uber's price gouging essentially because the algorithm doesn't fucking know you know okay it's flooding um we don't know that what we know is everyone wants uber you know so you know these things that were pitched as like they won't be biased you know absolutely led to other problems that you know the idea that they won't be biased led to the 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 um lack of planning for bias which means when you go look airbnb we're not gonna have to worry about racism because it's just you rent your home to another person blah 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 and then you go yeah but people can be racist come on so yeah while it might not be the policy of howard johnson to say blacks can't sleep here someone could be named howard johnson and say i I have an airbnb you can't sleep here if i find out you're black you know so um it it is interesting how it was all pitched and created as like this message 
um and what what essentially happened from there yeah and also i'm not trying to be funny it was a utopia that a lot of white people built literally pitched to other white people with the idea that there was no racism which was flawed from the beginning like Mm -hmm. literally it was flawed from the beginning because a lot of these pictures were actually never towards us because a lot of times they didn't expect us to actually supersede or overuse these services out of running away from racism and Mm -hmm. then we get in there we fuck up the mix and then the racism pours out they're like no 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 we didn't expect niggers to come we didn't expect these brown people to come we didn't expect lgbtq people to actually use these services what the way it was promoted to me it was supposed to be the white lily white of the white and this is how you come into this problem also who comes up with the idea who goes to silicon valley who gets approved for venture capitalist investment white men normally right so white men's experience of the world normally leads to these huge gaping um issues that they don't see coming because they their privilege is covered up over that so they're like hey um we can't you know why would you have an issue with someone not giving you a room and it costs less than a hotel it's like because you might be black you know well why wouldn't you feel safe in someone else's house i might be a woman what if i'm traveling by myself what if the person that answers the door is creepy i don't know like what you know who's checking the background to see if this person's a criminal uh who's checking the background to see if i'm a criminal you know stuff that kind of might be important when you're talking about someone's personal abode are there guns in the house is someone filming me right to make sure i'm like they might say they're filming me to make sure i'm not stealing something they might or they might just be some creep filming me to, to see whatever like if it was a hotel room i know exactly who to sue all, all this shit you know but in in real regular life you know in someone's house those are legal issues that may or may not even be covered yeah and also the the thing is i understand that for a lot of people price is a thing like that is a big thing and i'm I'm not knocking price but there are some situations where it is better to pay a higher cost for your safety a higher cost for your sanity a higher cost for the right to sue a higher cost knowing that it's a llc or whoever is behind this so if something motherfucking goes wrong my family has the right to sue i have the right to sue you know because if something happens at a mcdonald's i don't give a fuck if it's a corporation or or, or a franchise you're suing motherfucking mcdonald's even right. if you're showing the franchise person and mcdonald's or them on the right of mcdonald's mcdonald's is motherfucking account right and i think that's the part that people kind of miss they don't you know they or they just missed in the entire thing which is corporate responsibility because regardless of how you feel about capitalism corporations uber's a motherfucking capitalist corporation yes like it's just it's just in your phone it's just like they just don't own a lot of assets but they but they're still they it still counts so yeah i think that was a big thing for people um that you know and i can't wait to finish this book because i think so much of it does and it doesn't mean that these things can't be made better or that they can't be a better alternative to what we have Mm -hmm. it's just that we know there now we've done this is all the test and we know that we've getting results back from our test now we know what works and what doesn't work and what the new pitfalls are how do we adjust to that yeah and also uh for for me 
you know the services the way that they're structured there's nothing wrong with that the problem is that now they're a corporation so they need to fall underneath the same rules and regulations you have all these hundreds and thousands of people up underneath you they're fucking employees stop this contract bullshit to cut cost well and, did you see what happened with uber and them yeah they, they lost that lawsuit that said you have to treat these people as employees and not um mm-hmm. and not just uh contractors and they shut down yes yes why because they're assholes they want to hold people hostage and the consumers now are complaining which i completely understand if you depended on these services that get you around you have you should be mad but don't get mad at the people that forced them to do what they were supposed to do get mad at them the one thing it should say a lot about their business plan the way they pitched it right yes and how is the solution we're gonna t- we're gonna make it cheaper for people to get rides and da, da, da. they even would say stuff like we're gonna cut back on pollution and carbon emissions because people will have to own less cars and you know not thinking of the full thinking all the way through which is people might start buying cars so they can be uber drivers but okay mm-hmm. whatever people are gonna do that da, 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 da. and then that's how it was pitched as a solution right and the one thing they never factored in was actually paying people a living wage. Oh no, because taking of care of their taking care of their health insurance, mm-hmm. stuff like that, giving them four hundred one ks and yeah. benefits. That was the one thing that caused the entire company to shut the fuck down. Like, but they're making billions of dollars though. Right, the bare minimum, the bare minimum for any other company. Right. They they this this uh, supposedly ethical solution didn't even consider the ethics of not employing people right because as you far know? as they was concerned they was like we'll just treat everybody like contracts make money hand over fist and keep it trucking and then finally like you say these years have passed by and i'll look aside a lot of these communities have seen what has happened once you get these gig economies in your economy how it riffles and fucks up other economies how it messes with moms and pops how it messes with you know independent people that might not be how how it how it uh impacts the economy that we've had long enough for these places to to do these studies and 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 uh cities and states have been like okay this is a tax base like they've done all these calculations but hey y'all can fucking afford this pay people right so yep i I think it's one of those things too where um because they it's even more of a slap in the face because they pitched themselves as the ethical solutions so that's that's the extra part of it that's like oh wait this is even worse you know you don't own any assets really because you don't own the cars you don't Mm -mm. you don't pay the employees Mm -mm. um as employees you pay them as contractors you have no fiscal responsibility no legal responsibility when Mm -mm. people get sexually assaulted and shit Every, like this is actually like you doing even less than a taxi company and making money right. while claiming to be better than them butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow also we do have a sponsor today oh yeah little sexy jazz for everybody do you like free stuff 
i like free stuff myself mm-hmm. big big connoisseur of free stuff and adam and eve is trying to help you get some free stuff right now in this pandemic okay we know that you're not supposed to be going out okay you're supposed to be wearing masks you're supposed to be social distancing but that doesn't mean you still can't have an orgasm here and there select any one item in adamandeve.com for 50 percent off all you gotta do is put in code tbgwt that's it code tbgwt adamandeve.com put it in your cart boom go to the checkout do you have a code yes i do tbgwt and you can even get more free stuff than that right now they're gonna give you 10 free tantalizing gifts i said free did i mention it was free 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 a sexy item for him a special gift for her and a third item you'll both enjoy and i say don't let nobody tell you how to do what you do mix them items up okay sexuality is a spectrum and six free spicy movies plus free shipping free shipping are they crazy in this economy apparently they are go to code go to adamandeve.com and put in code tbgwt at checkout and you can get half off 10 free tantalizing gifts a bunch of items some free movies and free shipping at adamandeve.com just use code tbgwt oh that's some classic music right there i know right um all right let's get into the news i mean we know what's not classy coronavirus okay not classy at all um and we do need to talk about coronavirus news more stuff did happen uh let me see how about um coronavirus is serious by worcester coronavirus yeah coronavirus yeah coronavirus yeah yeah okay now i will say i do agree coronavirus is serious so right there you already got me stay home do it stay home please stay on me because coronavirus not a serious thing i got all the things i need i spend all my time got my own money now they're gonna see me bigger coronavirus my nigga when they never see me never never see me never 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 touch me Coronavirus serious things, things, nigga. You must help with a glove and your mask, nigga. Wash your hands and your body, not in the river. I tell you, coronavirus is serious thing, my nigga. I was. I couldn't place it right away. Get to the river. But I have a feeling that our boy Worcester might be of uh, from from the continent. I'm getting African vibes from the mm-hmm, accent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, I, I, Cause I was at first I was like, this is a little, just something about a little off to me. But now I feel like I, I think it's that African on there. I think this accent feels. Mm. And your mask, nigga. Wash your hands. Like that nigga didn't feel right. It just nigga. It didn't feel complete. 
like it didn't roll off the tongue smooth like somebody said it a million times in your body not in the river i tell you coronavirus is serious thing my nigga yeah it's got a real i can't get jiggy to this shit vibe to it Something break down. Okay, breakthrough. Break down. Yeah, this, yeah, this is this is a black uh, uh, non-American. I I like this breakdown though. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus. Come on, you know us. We like the yellow shit. Hmm. I said, you know us, black folks. We just like the yellow shit. Okay, bunk it now. Coronavirus, yeah. Uh, that was really good. Um, Compared to some of the other ones, very yes. offbeat. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he may have layered a few too many melodies on top of each other. Mm-hmm. but it was busy it was on point okay it was on topic you it stayed on task so coro- i give you that took coronavirus very seriously yeah, like our song talked yesterday about coronavirus i'm gonna go ahead and good job good job buddy uh all right coronavirus songs K- kentucky fried chicken is the latest victim of coronavirus pandemic hmm. kfc they have removed finger licking good slogan from the buckets and ads because of coronavirus what mm-hmm. it suspended the use of the slogan after 64 years saying it doesn't feel quite right given the current climate hmm. they blurred the slogan on its buckets of chicken in the uk and ireland including completely re- instead of completely removing it well yeah i mean they might not have <laughs> had a brand new design in yet um, yeah the uh, uh the uh team hadn't got together yet to you know everybody's you know social distancing yeah. so y'all might not have got the artist squad together yet to, you know plus you gotta come up with a new slogan that fast right. and, and my thing is you know you can kind of keep it because you know sooner or later people will be finger licking right. each other again i mean mm-hmm. and then you don't erase the slogan now, i can think of i know somebody that's gonna have something to say about this yeah, so. And disappointed. Yes, that little girl. She was hurt by that KFC. <laughs> she loved. She her. was like, "Don't be changing the logo on me." I know she's gonna be. She gonna be disappointed. They roll up. It's not finger looking good no more. Come on. Uh, health officials in multiple states report coronavirus cases have been linked to the Sturgis motorcycle rally. That was the rally of the white people that refused to wear masks in even, South Dakota for ten days. Yeah, even though the city was like, uh, we actually don't want y'all like the citizens are like, we don't want y'all here. The government was like, sure, come on. Hundreds of thousands of people convened in western South Dakota for over ten days. And uh South Dakota Department of Health officials said fewer than twenty five people had so far tested positive after attending the rally, which ended on Sunday. Which means nothing because it takes between two weeks to uh, uh yeah it takes about two weeks to really know mm-hmm. and if it just ended 
i mean that's one of the problems with coronavirus is that people make bad decisions and then it's not till two weeks later which they probably infected other people and shit along the way come on but two weeks later is when we find out how bad a decision that was <laughs> come on like that like everyone always like in the news is trying to be first and they keep rushing to do this i don't blame them necessarily and it's hard to keep people's attention spans in this uh environment but the truth is one person test positive for coronavirus on the opening day of school is not actually the news yet the news is two weeks later right when it's like five out 500 students got it that's right. when you're like well god damn and then everybody was like the numbers jump yes the numbers jump because people that had it spread it now those people got it now within that week they was walking around guess what now those people are on the clock and then eventually that number is going to jump again right so mm-mm-mm. anyway thank god the coronavirus didn't come for bojangles popeyes popeyes or chick-fil-a churches mm-hmm. well churches probably got coronavirus a coronavirus <laughs> a coronavirus outbreak linked to a wedding has led to one dead and dozens more infected oh shit about 65 people attended the wedding reception in early august flouting the state's 50 person limit on indoor gatherings oh everybody had to be there though right everybody had to come all yeah. of the people it was in big moose inn in millinocket on august 7th the main cdc said this is in Maine. And, and you know what? Would the people have been wrong if they'd have been counting heads? But like, oh, y'all have reached y'all number. They probably would have had a fucking fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? Like you say, don't nobody think about that shit till after the fact. Y'all basically went over capacity, and the people. And that's the thing about enforcing employees to to do this law of what you can and cannot do. Because them people knew that too many people were invited. Uh, or or but I just or if they didn't, people came that went on a list. I mean, they knew they were over 50, I think. I think uh, so, too. I just think people, listen, no one thinks it's going to happen to them. Yes, they think they think they're an exception to the rule to coronavirus. No one thinks it's going to happen to them, man. That's the thing. And everyone acts accordingly, you know, because I like at this point, I feel like the weirdo. Me, too. You know, like I can't I don't go see my parents and shit because mm-hmm. I'm like, this is real. And this is what they're saying to avoid doing everything's kind of a risk and everything you want to be like you know i think i've been careful my parents have been careful my family's been careful but it only takes one person Mm -hmm. and every time i read a story like this it just gives me the resolve to be like no we can wait this out Mm -hmm. that hopefully there'll be a vaccine or something at some point and then we can go back to normal but as of right now no i'm not willing to be in one of these stories where I, you know, where they already had the wedding plan, what I'm supposed to not go? Like, yeah, I guess not. That sucks. Yeah, that, but that, this is this is the new reality. Yes, and I and my thing is, like I said, I had to learn how to soften my heart because people are gonna be people, and I understand people miss people, people miss their conjugation, and like you said, these are calculated risks that people take, and this is the end result of that calculated risk, which is fine. You know, this this. this it's like you people can't act shocked and surprised when shit happened but this is the part of the calculated risk that nobody cares until something happens but these are the calculations that nobody actually cares because they calculate that they're not going to be impacted by it the part that feels fake to me is how much people scorn these folks that that have situations like this Mm -hmm. because i'm like y'all 
participate in similar shit you just didn't get coronavirus correct like it's really just a luck thing people aren't social distancing they're not Mm -mm. people aren't wearing masks at all times people aren't you know not touching stuff and washing Mm -hmm. their hands Mm -hmm. you know you see these pictures people go out and do shit man like it's human to want to do shit yes it's human to take the risk because you want to take the risk it's just weird that we didn't come down on people like wow y'all went to a wedding it's like my nigga you went to some shit on you you went to the mall and hung out or you went mm-hmm. to you went out to eat like all this shit is the same kind of shit you know everyone has a different level of tolerance for it yes and everybody has has a different level of thing that the alliance that they're willing to cross and the thing is like you said people make you feel like a widow when you go oh i am choosing not to cross any of the lines and people act like there's something wrong with you for saying yes i would love to see my mama and roger's parents and my niece i would absolutely love to sit in a room and have a conversation with them and hug on them and kiss on them and shit like that and laugh and joke but uh for me personally i'm like i i haven't been tested i don't know if i got it i don't know if any of them been tested and for me the then the, and, and that's a it's a personal decision thing and i'm not judging you if you if you feel like okay this is going long enough i've had enough i've gone stir crazy that's cool like but you know you also take a calculator risk and i take a calculator risk too just by going out and going to the grocery store and just doing simple shit you know it's like once you walk outside your house you're literally taking a calculator risk yeah you really don't know until mm-hmm. um later if you got it so you know there's been very few instances of people getting at the grocery store stuff like that it's been very low but what if you're one of those incidences and you've been like but i've been social distancing i was safe at the grocery store you don't actually know that shit for two weeks you literally will have to completely social isolate for two weeks to be sure you don't fucking have it and you're not contagious and that's really a lot to ask of any individual person period and to ask of all of society you're not gonna get that so i think people when people wantonly like flout it i think that bothers people more but Mm -hmm. i mean shit these restaurants are open yes they are like like people have decided that they're they're gonna think that this stuff is safe people the governments and the people who run things have decided hey this is safe enough i don't expect no one to go out to eat that's to me that would be be me driving myself crazy i can just choose not to do it for me yeah but it's not about what i for other people yeah and i used to be one of those people i'm not gonna lie i used to just judge the fuck out of them uh you know and it's one of those things where i had to let that anger go because it, it, it was like really bothering me like to the extreme Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm like, motherfucker, I'm following the rules. Goddamn, why can't you? But then I was like, oh, people gonna people. Oh, okay, people gonna people. Like, once you understood mm-hmm. that, it, it made me just be like, you know what? I, I can't control you, but I can control me, and I don't want it, so I'm gonna do everything I can not to get it. Yeah, yeah, everybody. And that's the thing. I can't trust people because everyone thinks they're being safe. Correct. I haven't met one person that's like, oh, no, I'm being risky as fuck everyone no matter what like no matter what their behavior from, is from day to day week to week even when their behavior changes they never go okay i am being a bit more riskier than i was it's always like no it's just as safe as when i used to just stay in my house and not do anything okay but now you're you know going to the club that's different no nah, i was safe i was safe at the club it's like i saw the videos motherfuckers was dancing on each other with no mask or you had a mask the other people didn't have a mask y'all was hugged up like you you're not being you're not following the guidelines 
no i'm safe i have a mask okay all right like it's is that kind of thing so you just have to be like i can't trust you to tell the truth on yourself nope i don't know how the fuck people are dating because i don't i couldn't trust a person because no one thinks they're doing a bad job like right you almost need somebody to be like oh no 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 actually i was somewhere and somebody uh i went to the gym so i could be like oh okay cool cool so we won't see each other this week well maybe next week you know like but people i don't think people are being honest and then when you throw in these other incentives you know loneliness sex drive Mm -hmm. um companionship all the stuff that is just people got a reason to lie because the thing is that there is is human nature and now it's almost like a stigma to have coronavirus now regardless of how Mm -hmm. you caught it because some people are like look i'm the there are a percentage of people that are like, I'm doing the best I can, I caught it. But then there are more people that are like, I'm doing what I can. I'm still doing this risky behavior, but I'm doing what I can. They're kind of in the middle. And then you have the people that are at the extreme that's like, fuck a coronavirus. And those people actually feel like they're following the rules too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, we all can't be following the rules on the same level. And the thing is, nobody expected this to last that long. You know, it's one of those things that people go, cool, we're going to be here for, you know, a few months. And now it's turning to six months. And now, you know, eventually it might be a full year in a few months, you know. And people did not expect this. And it's not human nature to actually just be away from people. Yeah. So, uh, Thomas Resto Bar Club. Uh, crush kills 13 as Peru police raid party that was violating the lockdown so what a crush is because i didn't know what a crush was Mm-mm. until i read this and i know karen loves to tell y'all when she doesn't know things go ahead karen go you, off but say you know you know i don't know i am uncool is that all mm-hmm. you already said it for I, me. I feel like you can go further than that oh you know i don't know what the hell that is them, mm-hmm. them young people and they made up words that's what i'm talking about <laughs> the crush happened as revelers tried to leave the thomas resto bar club in lima's los olivos district some eyewitnesses said tear gas was used so a crush is literally when people get crushed to death trying to exit a place (gasps) so 15 of 23 revelers arrested had tested positive for coronavirus so people was in the club with coronavirus no mask partying Mm -hmm. um i don't know if they had masks or not but they got coronavirus are y'all six feet apart are they breathing until they got crushed enough peru has been among the latin american countries hardest hit by COVID 19. it has recorded more than 576,000 cases of coronavirus and more than 27,000 fatalities a nighttime crew has been in place by the way because we're in america i'm like is that a lot ain't that some fucked up shit right a nighttime curfew has been in place since march in a and a ban on large gatherings was reimposed this month peru's interior minister said around 120 people had attended the illegal birthday gathering on saturday at the police raided the club partygoers tried to escape through the single exit trampling each other and getting trapped in the stairways 11 men and two women aged in their 20s and 30s died oh oh police say they wonder why we have like safety codes and fire marshals and be like there could be so many it's a reason why we had these rules of like, look, you need to exit in the front, exit in the back, exit on the sides. Yeah, but when the police are raiding and possibly tear gas being used, it don't matter what the fire rules are. That's true. Even if you're following everything, people are going to panic and you could get killed. It didn't say this was violating the fire code there. No, uh, but, no, no, I know that, but but one exit, dog, like, 
yeah i mean because think about it that means the police are probably coming in through another entrance so maybe there's three exits i don't know but if the, whatever, okay 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 I'm obviously you wherever the police coming in you ain't yeah, you, going we're, out we're not going that direction yeah uh appears the police entered and threw tear gas canisters at them and boxed them in uh said that someone on the local radio a resident said that but the police say they didn't use tear gas the club owners a married couple were also detained six people were injured including three police officers president viscara said large gatherings were common and were posing a serious threat to public health uh, yeah this is another country but that mentality is real yeah people gonna people um springfield police are looking for a suspect who gave out covid hugs at walmart an unidentified man is sought after by sought after by springfield police is flanders out there acting the fool (laughs) the hell is this (laughs) Uh, i don't think so okay (laughs) hey diddly oh neighbor giving him a hug come on uh no it's somebody who uh walked through the store he had on a mask and he would just come up to people he was wearing a black t-shirt with arrow printed on the front and camouflage shorts and he would just embrace several strangers before telling them that they were infected with coronavirus and nobody whooped his ass uh for one person in particular the unidentified man walked up to another man in the boston road store took an item from the man's hand and then hugged him he told the victim just giving you a covid hug you now have covid the encounter was reported that ought to be a felony i don't know is it a felony if it ain't some places i think new jersey passed a law saying it was like yeah. a felony but don't, i don't know if it is everywhere don't do that bullshit i don't give a fuck if you got it or not not to think it's a hoax or not well as a person that believes in restorative justice karen i, I would care. just simply you know enter into a restorative justice you, uh, you act with the you offender and the COVID going over there and and y'all hash that out i would just hug people i would just hug him back and say listen you have harmed the community and we need to now enter into transformative justice Mm -hmm. right now yeah transform my fist to your face through a series of emails and correspondence we will work on some solutions i will give you an outline on how to uh you know restore the harm that you have caused Mm -hmm and yeah, uh res- res- restore your, your face once it hits the ground restore that bitch and then when my you know covid kills me in two weeks um you know then i guess the if you choose to opt out at that point of the restorative justice that's just what will happen because mm. that's how it works you know me and you ain't on the same page mm-hmm. go to jail come get him kamala uh according to the city's city's law a person who communicates a threat either directly or indirectly orally or in writing by or by other means can be charged with making terroristic threats uh whether or not the suspect has a coronavirus or not stating that he does could does could be considered a threat mm-hmm. so they got a picture of the person and they're looking for him so we'll see but he got a mask on his shades or something so they might not find him um nyc restauranteer restauranteers restaurateurs voice concerns about vehicles smashing into outdoor dining areas so because they've now been like it's safer to eat outside right which but, it is yeah for now what are they gonna do with the temperature drops <laughs> yeah i mean what are they gonna do it's hot as fuck right now anyway mm-hmm. so what are they gonna do when the temperature goes up it don't i mean i mean it dropped y'all gonna be y'all be outside fucking freezing yes oh i forgot it is new york nobody trying to be inside with the coronavirus karen it don't really fucking matter 
it could be arctic temperatures or it could be fucking the as hot as the, the the fucking mercury it don't matter at this point this is the choice yeah. outside, outside or go home when it's cold i'm good on that go outside or go home that's it like you can't eat up in here so what are you oh it's cold i guess y'all could come inside and get the coronavirus and die no right so these are the choices don't eat outside or eat outside so you know and and now you take a chance of getting hit by vehicles right now that's the thing they're eating and because seating they've had to basically make seating into the street oh oh okay okay trying to accommodate well people would normally would eat inside right and now there's been at least four instances of vehicles smashing into restaurants outdoor setups and injuring diners as a result since outdoor dining started in nyc in june hey i'm eating here that's my new york accent uh the most recent i'm surprised bike riders the bikes don't hit them either i i don't know i'll look up that article next the maybe they are hitting them i'm assuming the day off cars hitting them bikes are too the most recent incident took place last month when a van slammed into a cafe at the corner of first avenue and east 74th street though no injuries were reported several other alarming crashes took place in july as well as uh including the suv slamming into a queen's restaurant 12 corazones corazones i don't know uh which injured five people in a truck smashing into the outdoor dining area of sunset park bar loren which uh led to three injuries well that's a new thing to watch out for on the menu come on you know (laughs) like uh also watch out for them cars can we get a seat by not by the um crosswalk is that okay is that okay i'll wait on the table over closer to the door um away from the sidewalk i don't want to die it's okay if i'm near the bathroom this time i'm good on that Mm -mm -mm. uh and lastly coronavirus what are the risks of catching it from food packaging i'll just go ahead and help you guys very low Mm, very very low uh traces of coronavirus were reportedly found on packaging in china recently on consignments of frozen shrimp and frozen chicken wings from south america and then that raised questions like wait can it be transmitted through food packaging well um in theory it might be possible but we have zero cases of that being how people caught it correct so it has been months now since the pandemic started we literally have at this point millions of people who have gotten it we have zero cases of i went to whole foods picked up some chicken wings and now i got coronavirus which is one of the reasons that i keep stressing restaurants businesses and schools telling you we wipe things down doesn't really fucking matter no it does not we take your temperature don't matter the air it's in is people are breathing it yes so and this other shit and it's important and it's good that you're doing it but it's almost irrelevant if somebody's going (sighs) basically the only way you can really get it from a surface they think is someone sneezing or coughing directly onto that surface and then you touching it within a couple of hours of someone doing that and then you touching your face eyes you know your eyes and nose um so it seems that that is actually the least likely way people are going to get it not that you should stop being clean you know i know black people you know we love being clean okay we we will let you know how clean we are whether you ask us or not right and all of us ain't clean at all times it don't but, matter but we pretend like we just the it don't matter the clean. black people i get why it's, 
Oh, I understand too. Because of slavery. slavery. Yeah, it's because of slavery. Yes, sir. We got called dirty and nasty our whole fucking lives, and now we gotta, every day we gotta fucking have the clean Olympics on like, oh, nigga, you don't motherfucking, uh, shampoo, moisturize, and condition your, your pubic hair? Ugh, disgusting. Right, you don't lotion your legs every day? You know what? I actually don't, particularly being at home. First of all, don't confess stuff like that. My bad. Okay, the blacks are too judgmental. Don't. The blacks are too judgmental. Right now, someone just emailed us right now. Karen's nasty and dirty. She don't even lotion her legs every single day. So. I don't. Kiss my ass. So don't, you know, I don't, well, I don't want to deal with that smoke. So please don't say stuff like that on the air. I've seen how they react on Twitter to anyone saying anything that is less than motherfucking hospital level clean at all times okay mm-hmm. so let's just let's just nip that in the bud because i don't need these niggas stunting on me or my wife um <laughs> uh, but yeah that that is the that, that that's how you get it is through people breathing it so basically what they're saying is to be safe and this has been the same for a while now you just want to come home you don't need to disinfect your food packaging uh, speaking of people overly being clean karen oh we do that right we don't need to no right but i mean like i said we can stop at any time mm-hmm. i mean it won't lotion your legs but you will take out that clorox wipe and go to town on them groceries won't you yes i exactly. will exactly because those lotioning ain't the coronavirus all right so uh and neither is wiping that stuff down but it don't matter it don't <laughs> no, matter it don't i know that's illogical okay so basically what they said is you don't need to do all that um you don't need to fucking microwave everything you don't need to do any of that you just need to wash your hands thoroughly after you pack up your groceries and shit um just uh, after you after you buy your groceries and shit you want to wash your hands unpack them then wash your hands that's basically what the guideline is saying now so and it same thing for if you get it delivered as well wash your hands you know that kind of shit the only way you would get it is if the person that's delivering it has coronavirus sneezes directly on your shit and it hands it to you and then you touch your face so just letting you know and also because it's not lab um standards or whatever like dude, we're not talking about lab like um environments coronavirus and most viruses do not last in very unstable environments whether it's temperature changes wind movement stuff like that the the odds of it lasting for long periods of time is just a lot lower so mm all right we're gonna fight guys we're gonna fight with knowledge okay that's what we do at the blackout test we're gonna just fight this with information arm you guys so you don't feel paranoid and scared all the time okay i want you do be afraid to go to a wedding don't be afraid to go to the store that's all i'm saying wear a mask anyway at both of them stay six feet away from people everywhere if you had the stand-up show hey i'm gonna stand up yeah. show six feet away from your yeah. ass always ask who's gonna be there uh you know that's the number one thing because you know you know your people and you be like sister's gonna be there i'm not going i just soon they got the coronavirus uh also still stay six feet away from people and uh, wear your mask okay mm-hmm. um let's see yeah go out and and, and and that's the thing i think some people just want some form of normalcy so i you know i don't blame them but yeah just cover your face social distance um ohio becomes the fourth state to remove kanye west from the presidential ballot i told y'all this shit was nothing to worry about if you're gonna be worried be worried about his mental health but as far as being worried that he's gonna win presidency or win some significant portion of the vote no 
and if you think it's if you if you really think black people are gonna come out and droves for kanye west you need to come to the grips with the fact that you are racist only a racist person would think that we are gonna vote for kanye west because we're black i don't even like when people say oh chris said michelle's canceled but not kanye west his concerts are full of fucking white people come on like i don't even know why y'all acting like he the fucking boogeyman he's just a nigga that we don't fuck with like that no more that has some dope ass albums okay but that's it you can listen to albums and not vote for this man Mm -hmm. come on now a cure for oral herpes is in the near future more than 10 million americans mm -hmm, it is good more than 10 million americans suffer from oral herpes a virus that causes painful cold sores but a cure could be around the corner i wonder if they was working on some uh coronavirus shit and they was like oh have a, has anybody tried the oral herpes yet that's normally what happened like they working on something else and run across something else yeah um they scientists in seattle believe they have found a cure and the discovery could also pay the way to eradicating genital herpes too let's go oh that'll be dope man i know a lot of people have herpes man mm-hmm. and it's one of those once again stigma type things mm-hmm. say std or you're not dirty you're unhygienic um millions of people have the oral form of herpes yes they and do people you know you see it in movies as punchlines and jokes and shit it's very much like a you're dirty you're nasty Mm -mm. doesn't it pop up around in your mouth like a cold sore Mm -hmm. yeah and some people just have a cold sore and people just assume that that's what it is when you go no i just got a cold so yeah they might be um they might be able to cure it which i hope they can you know same uh oprah is making election day a holiday at her company oh wait what is this doing in this section this is some black capitalism hold on i gotta move this y'all this is, we'll cover this later <laughs> i don't know how they got over there you don't give black capitalists they flowers here um <laughs> let's see uh absolute absolutely repugnant biden's campaign forcefully disavows endorsement for neo-nazi richard spencer richard spencer is endorsing joe biden huh interesting richard spencer is endorsing joe biden and then i don't know it could be him trying to do it to to this joe to get joe biden to like sabotage joe biden like wow a white supremacist agrees with him and i'm sure the people on the left and red wing uh what do you call them? red uh r- right wing and uh the fucking what are those people called uh the like russian bot punk motherfuckers i'm sure they're gonna be down with with being like oh this is evidence that joe biden ain't shit but um here's my thing this is what you're supposed to do this is leadership when uh joe rogan invited uh had um when joe rogan who i think either may have had richard spencer on his show i believe or he keeps courting richard spencer to go on this show and stuff like that when when joe rogan who who plays around in the sandbox with the alt-right people when he endorsed bernie and the bernie people became defenders of joe rogan which i thought was disgusting because you could have accepted the endorsement and been like bernie doesn't need to acknowledge it and the fans of bernie don't need to acknowledge it but they celebrated it 
and i thought you have no principles you you rail and you talk about morals and you talk about integrity you can't be a moral person and and applaud this shit you can't be this righteous person and 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 excuse the the things that you know he said or whatever or the people he kicks it with now you could listen you could just be like i'm not that fucking moral in which case you now don't have as much of an argument against all these other candidates but at least be true be like i just want to win i really don't give a fuck how we do it and he's cool with me i know i've been saying that i'm against all the shit that he you know kind of plays around in the sandbox of but actually eh, i'm not really against it that much if it helps us win totally reasonable i understand you you know no you don't get to slam everybody from your moral high horse now but hey yeah at least you're being honest right another thing um that that i think is interesting here is that biden comes out immediately his campaign's like no we don't fuck with you what are you doing like we don't want your endorsement fuck you like that's the right thing to do that's actual integrity that's what i you know i would have rather seen bernie say some shit like that now i'm not saying joe rogan and richard spencer are the fucking same i don't think they're the same i think it is a big difference but i do think it's interesting like the lines people have you know what i mean where you couldn't be like yeah i don't really fuck with him and he endorsed me but i don't need to acknowledge that so anyway i appreciate joe biden being like no we don't really fuck with you homie get the fuck away from us uh michigan will pay 600 million dollars to flint water victims good but it's not enough yeah according to people with knowledge on the matter a 600 million dollar settlement is set to be announced this week uh residents of flint were left ill and had to rely on bottled water but what was most concerning was the damaging effects on the children therefore the money will largely be designated for children who were poisoned by the lead tainted tap water see so you've already messed up some of these children's health for life and then basically the solution is to be like here's some money it's it's not enough um i don't know what all that says but unless y'all gonna be like we're gonna fix these pipes we're gonna go and and uh uh fix you know all this shit going to the people home and actually truth be told the children uh that are, that are actually the children that have passed i'm pretty sure some children have passed some children that have passed their family needs to be paid the children that are living they actually need medical care for the rest of their lives well the water was switched back to lake huron but the damage had already been done on top of that there's still a distrust of city officials uh flint residents which is uh from flint residents which is why it's common for residents to use bottled water for cooking drinking and bathing so yeah, some people ain't gonna be like fuck it yeah. i'm never gonna go and that's why i said unless you just be like we're all this shit we're gonna just go in and just redo it unless you do that i can see why people are like no i'm this is still the same fucking pipes i, I don't trust you it's not the pipes it's where they got the water from oh okay okay they, yeah now they switch the water back to lake huron oh. which is the where the water used to come from when it was clean yeah and they're like we don't trust you and why would they yeah i mean they yeah they abuse their trust so yeah um last year dana nestle the attorney general said she was dropping pending criminal charges against government officials who were involved with the scandal she also vowed to continue the investigation but there's been no news charges filed uh filed since of course not yeah they're not going to jail no but there are thousands of lawsuits people Hmm? so yeah they poison those people but there are thousands of lawsuits filed by residents against the state two court appointed officials help residents reach settlement agreements uh if you lived in flint between 2014 and 2016 you may be eligible for a settlement claim which is set to be dispersed spring 2021 so 
yep um we'll see what happens with that but a judge gets to decide who gets what money and stuff like that so yeah yeah you hope it's on the up and up you hope people get you know fully taken care of but who knows right um all right let's see um what else do i want to talk about um journey smollett who you know from underground and now uh lovecraft country uh the 33 year old actress who's been acting since i want to say ease bayou maybe i think that was the movie she was originally on uh when she was a kid she's acting since she was like 12 and she said that she's been sexually harassed on almost every set since she was 12 wow mm-hmm uh, she spoke she spoke with hollywood reporter and she talked about pay disparities subliminal overt es- efforts to erase blackness and sexual harassment she's experienced throughout most of her career she told reporter lacey rose that her upcoming hbo series lovecraft country was one of the few productions in which she did not experience sexual harassment from the time she was a child i don't know that i can confidently say that i worked on work oh sorry i i can't i don't know that i can confidently say that i worked on one job prior to lovecraft from the time i was 12 on where i hadn't been sexually harassed whether it was by an assistant director a co-star director producer she said she later clarified there were a number of other film and tv sets where she did endure this kind of abuse but emphasized it was quite common like a guy saying before we're about to do this love scene hey your tits are gonna be hanging in the wind it's not okay she said before revealing she had stepped away from her project because the misconduct was so bad and they let me out uh smollett says she has learned how to navigate the industry and never hesitates to make her voice heard she told thr that after signing on the lovecraft country she told the producers that all sexual banter would be off limits and i don't apologize i'll be like listen this fake ass sexual harassment meeting that we're having i'm going to raise my hand now and let you guys know that the standards that they're setting are bare, the bare minimum so yeah i mean i believe it it takes a while for you know people to kind of like people look at it like the me too movement and shit like that but it's like it takes a long time for women to even have the agency the power the positions to to really pull rank and be like growing you're learning you're finding your voice all while getting harassed yeah and well just in general like not just this one woman but all women Mm -hmm. it's taking a long time for women to even be able to move into positions and uh socially have the right to say i don't want this and not have it be the end the death knell of their career right you know oh she's a bitch i hate working with her it's like why not why one time i tried to compliment on her titties and she just got a big attitude and oh my god i'm like how are we gonna do this love scene if i can't talk about the titties this is is ridiculous you know um and i think a lot of these workplaces that are informal like that they're just landmines for shit Mm -hmm. you know like i'm sure shit is happening all the time because it's not it's, it, like stuff happens in formal workplaces already but once you take the like office setting the hr department right all that type of shit and now it becomes a movie set where there is a hr department somewhere but it's not like you work in the office and you walk down the hall and they're there correct um you know and when you do do things where you're gonna be naked today for part of your job uh you you know maybe it's gonna be comedy in this next scene someone's gonna cry but it's acting someone's gonna fight but it's acting i can see how people blur the lines and take advantage of those blurry lines and be like 
i'm gonna say or do some some just fucked up shit there's nothing nobody can do to stop me um and i can just be like well look where we work you know mm-hmm. um all right let's see uh what else we got here uh florida woman finds a python in her laundry machine oh mm-hmm. how did this happen uh i don't know she came back to her high-rise apartment from a run where she decided to check on her laundry when she saw the snake she initially wondered if it was a snake print clothing she decided to reach in that's when she realized it was a living snake in her laundry machine oh she reached in yeah she called she apartment. better than me she called apartment maintenance to remove the snake she has no idea how it got in her back laundry room Mm-mm. i acted a fool over one cicada so no thank you yeah you know what the amazing thing is this could be an idea for the sequel to toilet snake come on you and chris laundry need to get snake. on it laundry snake okay we could do a washing machine snake and a uh dryer snake you know that that's i mean we i got a whole franchise that came out. as a complete set in the shared toilet snake universe come on shared you know they're getting into high-rise apartments now they don't give a fuck Mm-mm. um <laughs> gotta watch these snakes man um let's see what else is happening um uh what i feel like talking about you know what let's get into some fucking with black people that's what we should do next all right how about that fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right y'all time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe makes us feel fucked with uh we read articles that make us feel fucked with we'll sign point scores of zero to 100 and rules 25 today's contestants everybody yay all right let's see who's fucking with us today y'all uh let's see um uh, apparently the tv show all rise which i believe stars my girl uh simone missick mm-hmm. i haven't seen it but i heard nothing but good things about it oh you have heard nothing but good things oh yes. well allow me to change that for you tonight oh okay multiple writers from the cbs courtroom drama all rise have walked off the show over mistreatment by series showrunner greg spottiswood that's not good according to the new york times report which was published on thursday five of the seven original writers of the on the warner bros television produced series including three of his highest ranked writers of color quit oh that's not good spottiswood who is white reportedly ignored their attempts to have the show accurately reflect the experiences of people of color even the co-showrunner sunil nair and uh nair nair uh an indian american man made his exit from the show following clashing with spottiswood over a, the script including one incident where spottiswood attempted to remove a scene where the main character discussed racist policing with a black bailiff after he had been wrongfully stopped by while jogging and the main character i believe is simone mystic a black woman so it would have been a black woman judge talking to the black bailiff about cops being racist and he wanted it out of the show it is what cbs yes okay yes and this is the same station when supergirl was over there was like we don't want supergirl to fly right and you're like the fuck is goddamn supergirl the hell is wrong with y'all 
the scene which was written by nayar nayar was ultimately kept in the show yeah but the even the fight to get something like that in the show takes something out of you and it lets you know where right. the other guy stands and you're like i shouldn't have to i could see creative differences but i shouldn't have to fight you tooth and nail just to get it there right um the fact that i'm still being asked that question tells me that there are people on the show who are incapable of writing for people of color and should not be writing for people of color edwards wrote in an email to the show's producer according to the times warner brothers issued a statement on the toxic work environment saying that they could not find enough evidence to get rid of Spottiswood just yet however they did assign a corporate coach to advise him I give a fuck about your corporate coach you know what he doing y'all hire him to do the job for a reason as soon as we became aware of the concerns of the all rise writers room we took steps to conduct a review of the work environment the findings did not reveal uh conduct that would warrant removing spotiswood from executive producer role yeah well the other thing too is you can't prove that that is racist you Correct. see what i'm saying right him saying i just didn't think this scene belonged in the show is not an overt like i hate black people moment it's just well it was just a disagreement between two writers and you know and and then the other he's um, indian american he's not even black so this isn't me saying you know i'm rejecting black people i just think this idea is da 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 and so yeah you don't have a formal way to get him out of the room but when five out of seven people be like this nigga's a racist that raises flags and as a company you'll be like the fuck are you doing over there for this many of the writers to leave a show that has good ratings what are you doing sir right and that's the only reason why they care because they writers left and it don't sound like they sound non-disclosures so they talking well that well that's the thing though like i'm not sure they quote unquote care it's just only so much they can do correct like the rules are written in so that you can't just like you need a smoking gun and if it's he wouldn't put certain plot lines in the show that's not the smoking gun that we might think it is as black people but to the people that determine when are we firing somebody who's gonna quit uh who's gonna be able to sue us and win in a court of law i can see how they would be like like, this is not enough he has a better chance of winning than these writers yeah like this is not enough i mean and the writers don't appear to be suing they just quitting they Mm -hmm. like fuck this guy right which motherfuckers quitting in a pandemic you know it's serious come on uh when it appeared the writer's room was struggling to function as effectively as it should i recognized that i needed to change how i was working i voluntarily sought management training and leadership coaching i acknowledge that i have had i can have a rhetorical professor professorial tone in the room and that can be perceived by some as condescending that means you're fucking condescending you're probably talking to them goddamn crazy and that i can be defensive in creative conversations and debates showrunners went to, went the showrunner went on to add i remain strongly committed to improving my communication style and skills and being a more inclusive leader ensuring the writers and artists are not just heard but feel listened to respected safe and valued okay 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 i mean not to get off top topic this nigga basically says i'm an ass that's what he said right and everybody go cool you can keep your job now ellen she's a bitch she's mean she this she that and she's supposed to lose her job but this nigga can come out and say i swing my dick at the meetings and tell everybody to kiss my ass that motherfucking day but oh yeah i'm gonna go and take some social training and all that shit and it'll be all right yeah kiss ellen my ass. ellen whole show gotta go right <laughs> she this dude just like listen i admit i can be a bit defensive 
okay i sometimes i get passionate like the thing i keep thinking is the rules are different for white men because the rules are written by white men correct and that's why you'll never see them touched in the same way you know what i mean like it take it would take him probably physically doing something to somebody Mm -hmm. or or saying a racial slur before it was like okay we do think he needs to leave right but nobody else gets to string themselves up that yeah <laughs> being mean is not going to be enough to get him out of the pain that's my whole that and that's you know my I mean? whole motherfucking point even with it being race and i know people get lost in this nuance and think that oh so y'all defending ellen like no we're just saying ellen's a victim of a double standard while also yes while also probably being mean to people right like both, both one of them is a mean it's it's you know what it is uh maybe they can relate to this example it's serena williams yelling at the line judge where you're like well technically anyone could get fucking yell like kicked out for yell and reprimanded for yelling at a line judge anyone that can happen to any player period you're not supposed to do that but it is it, it is coincidental that serena is the one that gets this very rare situation where she ends up get losing a point because of this shit like other people have gone ballistic motherfucking crazy destroyed their rackets cussed them people smack out on live television and some even are beloved before for it yes that's their thing mm -hmm. like uh mcenroe or kirigio so how you pronounce his name and so it's like yeah it's a double standard that these motherfuckers benefit from because serena's not allowed to be angry Mm mm-mm so that line judge making that judgment call is like Mm-mm, fuck that you don't get out of line data it's subliminal yes like you gotta pay you got out of line you're not you don't have a right to get out of line in that way so you know it's interesting that this happened and that there's really nothing that's going to be done and now you got five writers that have walked out of the job and i think when people quit that way the hope is to raise attention so that they do fire the person in charge and since that ain't gonna happen uh i guess they'll hire some new writers and keep it pushing and it's going to be interesting to see how the writing changes now not just that the concept of the show it tells you a lot that they thought a show about a black woman judge was this man thought that well it's not about race you know what i mean like we yeah we have a black woman judge black bailiff but why would they be talking about police racism they work in the criminal justice system what does that have to do with anything that shows you his disconnect from the beginning right so what the fuck was the show about then in the beginning like why have a black judge why did you promote it as the black woman judge show and because they want the black viewers eyes without the racism yeah interesting i mean when i mean racism about talking about race yeah zero to a hundred oh the, this right here is a 100 i don't know what's going to happen but a lot of times when you have some of their highest ranking writers which means some of their probably most diverse writers who would have pushed certain topics or talked about certain things they're out of the room now so they don't longer have a voice and a lot of times you know they're going to replace people that aren't going to fight against the grain they're going to replace people not trying funny just like i'm just glad i got a job type of people or, i'm going to get in to fit in that's nobody who they replace those people with and so it wouldn't surprise me if the ratings go down and eventually the show gets canceled because people are going to like this shit is boring now. This this shit is just like any other judge show that y'all been 
touting us for the past five years and every single one of them bitches got canceled because it was goddamn boring i i remember every year we could at least get one or two judge shows with a woman with a white woman on it or or, or, or another woman of color them shits get canceled i remember cbs i don't know about anybody else but i remember that's because them bitches is boring yeah i give it a hundred because this is how it works you you have people that work their whole lives to be writers in situations like this they go through all the loopholes channels and programs they get a job they then they get basically disrespected because no one wants you there for your opinion even though it's a fucking writer's room like we're here for you to go along to get along we're here for you to basically shut the fuck up be black in the room and leave it at that but a writer's room is a writer's room is mostly just conceptual it's ideas so to have black people on a show with a black lead go be told your ideas on race are not wanted your ideas on how black people will react are not valid i a white man who has the highest position in the room have decided that in my professorial condescending tone that your blackness is not valid here and it would not determine how this character would see the world and they just can't even imagine a what it's like to be black what it's like to be informed by blackness and how race does inform our decision making and how racism informs our decision making the idea that there will be a fucking black judge who is working in the criminal justice system every day of her life and she wouldn't notice police have systemic racist issues is insane to me you know even if she would unless she's unless the show is just she's a coon then what the fuck could the show be about you know so i give it a hundred i don't like it um surprise many black trump supporter social media accounts are fake no shit most of his accounts are fake that's why he don't want them to get rid of bots uh facebook has reportedly removed dozens of accounts on a, a black trump supporters in quotes discovered to be generated by a troll farm in romania uh the social media company says the farm of accounts violated its policies against coordinated inauthentic behavior a july enforcement activity report states facebook removed 35 personal accounts three pages and 88 instagram accounts for violating our policy against foreign interference which is coordinated inauthentic behavior on behalf of a foreign entity you know what i find interesting is i bet the things that those accounts were asking black people to do very very similar to the things that a lot of black people are doing on their own mm-hmm. yeah without without the bots help don't vote joe biden is the same as trump come on, uh, cop. we cop mala we might as well sit this one out and i'm supposed to you know have respect for these motherfuckers that say this stupid shit yeah y'all sound just like them bots activity by the pro-trump network originated in romania um according to the report with uh some of the hashtags on instagram being hashtag black people vote for trump the pages had about 1600 followers on facebook and around 7200 people follow accounts on ig the people behind this network use fake accounts some of which had already been detected and disabled by automated systems to pose as americans amplify and comment on their own content and manage pages including some posing as president trump fan pages 
facebook said of the farm in this report this network posted about u.s domestic news and events including the upcoming november election the trump campaign and support for the campaign by african americans conservative conservative ideology christian beliefs and q anon uh they also frequently re, uh, reposted stories by american conservative news networks and the trump campaign <sighs> facebook already also removed hundreds of fake accounts connected to epoch media group which is a conservative media operation organization which is said spreads conspiracy theories about the coronavirus pandemic that network consisted of 303 facebook accounts 181 pages 44 groups 31 instagram accounts combined these troll accounts had two million followers good god why are they doing that what is what is the what is the benefit of a corporation that is spreading conspiracy theories about the fucking coronavirus what is the what where's the the you know what i'm saying like what's the the thing that they're getting from that i don't know i'm I'm asking legitimately i don't know yeah like what's the money in it for them like what yeah, i don't get it yeah yeah somebody gotta be paying like these people ain't doing this for nothing right and then who's paying them and why like you know what i'm saying yeah because you gotta follow the money and that's something that people really do because you follow the money you find out the real purpose behind it and a lot of this a lot of times is connected to trump because these people mm-hmm. are pushing trump agendas oh i couldn't see them being like we'll tell them it's no big deal and because they they already like trump when he says it's no big deal they'll be like yeah facebook told me you know i, I guess uh anyway uh zero to a hundred oh a hundred uh and it's one of those things where you kind of knew that these accounts were fake right you know because well i knew they were fake when it said blacks for trump you know right it's certain things you go oh they, these these accounts right here they can't be real you know you do have some real live people that fall for this shit but you know that's a small percentage of the population yep uh trump claims low black turnout in 2016 helped him in the office and uh leaked the fish leaked audio uh it was great he says no shit voter suppression you know uh red you know redistricting areas you know changing laws you know uh voting down parts of the voting rights act yes like like that shit matters dumbasses uh, out here talking about your vote don't matter and 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 and, and um uh, you know voting ain't enough yes why, why can't i vote in march bitch why i got to pick like that that is very stupid idiotic or the people that's like you know i'm so morally high grounded that i you know feel like i'm going to vote third party you know but what about our emails you know i can go down a whole motherfucking list of things that added contributed to this and it's one of these things where no to as as a total black people would not uh uh in the totality we would not like the reason racism is why he won but the thing is you have a percentage of people that played a role into other black people not voting and i feel like those people don't want to take a responsibility and so to kind of get away from that they was like it's not our it's not our fault but you contributed to it and that's the problem you contributed to the end result of less black people voting you know um and a lot of times people get in these groups and they get these clicks and the internet make you think you right at all times um yeah that's pretty much all of it uh he said so this was at a um 
this is a group of civil rights leaders during a meeting at trump towers days before his inauguration many blacks didn't go out to vote for hillary because they liked me that was almost as good as getting the vote trump said in the audio of the meeting that was obtained by politico it was great the meeting was held on martin luther king jr day in 2017 with leaders from the drum major institute a voting rights group founded by dr king and harry watch uh in regards to a proposal to put photo identification on social security cards to combat voter id laws the meeting was attended by martin luther king the third william washtell james Forbes, johnny mack and scott retchler <clears throat> tussie warhol washtell's then chief of staff recorded the meeting from his iphone and shared it with politico warhol born teddy mukmal uh provided audio as part of his process of transitioning from a lawyer to an artist and activist having left his law firm back in november the first thing i can never forget is how when you walked in trump name drops all these black celebrities and tried to give the illusion they're his friends yeah and the thing is nigga we know this like that's always like don't take your ass over there because it's all a political stunt it's about image it's about photo op you know because his whole thing is the blacks like you know we don't even call ourselves the motherfucking blacks that shows you how racist he is he also bragged about winning 11 percent of the black vote in 2016 of which he only actually won eight percent of the vote because he can't help himself oh yeah and criticize the state of the country's inner cities saying they are in bad shape because that's what he associates all black people with mm-hmm. trump claims to those who attended to mean that he will work on the cities during his presidencies presidency yeah work on destroying them tearing them down zero to a hundred oh a permanent hundred because it's him yep that's a hundred and shout out to the black people that agree with them yeah and you know and, and that's why you know all jokes aside not all the time you know because i can be woke to an extent but that's why a lot of wokes get on my motherfucking nerves y'all are just so goddamn woke to the to you stupid and he's not even like a clever super villain to which we can be like well he tricked these black people how could they know like the the tricks the tricks are so obvious you know it's why I, mm, mm. <laughs> uh it's just one of those things where like when i see black people who fall for this i question everything about them yeah i question you you know what i mean i'm like what what are you do you only kick it with niggas on the on the twitter do you not know black people in real life you know it's like the black people that make their whole personality i hate obama and you're like so the 97 percent of us that fuck with obama fuck us right because you because you walk around like you're talking for all of us and you're not Mm-mm. and you got these white people who barely fucking pay attention walking around thinking that black people believe this shit and it's just you and a handful of people mm-hmm. the vast majority of us are like yeah dude was a good president you know well was he perfect did he do everything nigga it's the presidency no one can do it right like what the fuck that's my whole point nobody but, nobody's perfect nobody can do it right and these people that want this perfect candidate y'all get on my motherfucking nerves too yeah anyway jeffrey star goes instagram official with international basketball player jeffrey star has a new boo eight months after his split with his longtime boyfriend nathan schwant the youtuber shared a photo of himself sitting on the mystery man's lap on august 23rd making it instagram official two days later the man was identified on instagram thankful for the blessings god has brought into my life this year star captioned the photo as fans speculated the man's identity 
um now jeffree star you may remember it was a makeup uh very famous i believe makeup artist okay uh white dude a gay dude um and also has said some racist shit on um <gasps> ah. like he's been in a uh, fuck with black people before because he's got a history of saying racist shit okay is he he's so he's he's one of them youtubers that actually you know mm-hmm. go on there and uh take uh uh, uh techniques <coughs> and shit like that type of thing yeah and he's okay. very very famous um a lot of people the support like even after he fell out with every what uh, and the racism shit came out like people still kind of kick it with him you see people on his instagram with him all the time first fans believe the man would be could be jose rose who previously recorded a video with star for youtube however after recognizing the tattoo social media linked uh the ink to international basketball player andre marhold uh says star wow he's he's holding his feet in the pool huh anyway marhold has made his page private since this all came out um yeah so he's dating a black man mm-hmm. it still don't cover the racism up i don't know why people think i got a black person so now i got a i got a blanket against the bullshit i do no you still might be racist yeah um and they of course they think that and i don't know if this black dude uh maybe he knew he would be revealed or what or because i mean i mean they, they gonna find out who you is. Blow, blow that tattoo up. Mm-hmm. Blow it up again. What did those words say? Zoom in. Enhance. Enhance again. Zoom in one more time. Come on. Cross tra- cross this with Google Images. Mm-hmm. Where have we seen those hands before? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Andre. Let's go to his page. Like, come on, dog. They don't care nothing about you being international. They'll find your ass too international basketball player yeah man um it, somebody's always willing to date these these motherfucking racists dog I, oh yeah I, what's the dude I, y- y- yogurt yapanopolis yananopolis margo Yapan- oh milo milo yeah god damn I, I wasn't trying to be shady i forgot the nigga's name wow what happened to him anyway he married a black man mm-hmm. tommy lauren dating a black man like i don't know what the fuck is up with these niggas i'm not even looking at them i'm looking at you what the fuck are you as a black person how can you even respect yourself to do that you know what i mean because they don't care about your people they make money off of anti-blackness they right proud of it and here you are being like yeah but i love him it's crazy it's crazy that's i can't respect it negro please Mm-mm. uh all right let's move into something else we got a late start tonight so we're gonna mm-hmm. wrap it up with some guests the race okay um we'll try to do some white people news tomorrow if i can get to it and maybe some lgbtq news know try to spread these segments around um but uh you guys know you'll be here either way the show's a show now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race 
That's right, it's guest race time. That's right, it's time for guest the race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestant today, Karen, and the chat room to guess the race. And of course, everyone playing is a stone cold racist. All right, let's talk about it. New Jersey, eighteen-year-old allegedly murdered neighbor to go viral oh Mm -hmm. throughout the pandemic we have seen aspiring tiktok posts tiktokers post a series of attention-seeking tactics to go viral we we, we, me you talked about this today how uh going viral is currency Mm -hmm. Uh, an 18 year old zachary latham repeatedly stabbed his 51 year old neighbor william durham senior to death during an ongoing family feud uh the family the Hatfields and McCoys the fuck is this yeah Steve Harvey wasn't hosting this family feud no he was not the family said they believed that Latham lured them into the house into his house after multiple altercations which he filmed for his TikTok it was noted that one of Latham's videos received more than 3 million views in a video posted in April Durham's wife Catherine who Latham repeatedly calls Karen confronted the teen about his driving after he swerved toward her 17 year old son riding a bike in another video latham yelled i got a knife dude to durham's 21 year old son william after the young man attempted to open the teen's car door while he was driving according to the magazine lawyers on the family side claim that there is additional video now deleted of latham holding a gun saying this is how you handle neighbors following multiple disputes mr durham confronted latham which led to the deadly encounter that left latham stabbed and tasered several times contrary to the teen's self-defense claims the family's lawyer said that latham's wife sarah recorded the slaying adding that adding that the two intended to post the videos to tiktok to become tiktok famous prosecutors are now seeking an upgrade to upgrade latham's charges from aggravated manslaughter and assault to first degree murder additionally there are requests to drop the criminal trespass and assault charges against the family karen guess the race of what was his first name zachary latham white karen's going with white let's check the chat room see what they believe white says carol uh white white and carol would know she killed her husband in a tiger cage uh <laughs> tiktok algorithms races only a white man can get three million views white that's i hear you hc white do it for the vine white i heard zachary and dude white 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 tiktok and you don't stop white newark though black white rnc keynote speaker uh so that's white (laughs) the correct (laughs) the correct answer is most of you went white karen went white and you all got it correct someone went black and got it wrong because you know what sometimes i'm wrong but not trying funny i consider tiktok a white person thing because most of the shit over there that goes viral and popular that i see majority of time is white people shit well it's also been proven to be racist but i I see a lot of black popular shit but i'm not on tiktok i just see it either on twitter and stuff but i also yes. follow a lot of black people so i don't know what's getting the most views i just know what 
what comes to twitter and gets a lot of views and i normally see black people like that one nigga that always be talking about reality tv he good oh he real good ain't he mm-hmm. yes that shit is hilarious i was like this nigga did his whole skit show mm-hmm. uh it's like the disrespect yes jumped out of the car and choked me I'm like this motherfucker is the best um all right let's do another one uh sonic drive-in employee allegedly shoots co-worker in laplace gunman arrested oh laplace is the name of the place laplace i don't know karen yes okay i just wanted to be sure uh a quarrel between co-workers at a laplace sonic drive-in ended with gunfire that left one man wounded wednesday night the saint john the baptist parish sheriff's office said saint john the baptist right is that by the am zion saint john the baptist on the sycamore down by the rock of <laughs> church Comante lamon robinson 23 oh okay of baton rouge was arrested and booked with attempted second degree murder after investigators say he shot a fellow employee 26 the victim was in stable condition the shooting occurred around 9 p.m at the sonic restaurant earlier in their work shift robinson and the victim heatedly exchanged words though the sheriff did not say what the men were arguing about after the restaurant closed the victim was talking was taking trash out to a dumpster when robinson walked up and shot him several times the man was airlifted to a hospital in new orleans for treatment robinson ran out through the strip mall parking lot where the sonic is located deputies who responded to the shooting began searching the area and spotted robinson nearby he was taken into custody and booked at the st john parish jail robinson is being held there thursday in lieu of a hundred thousand dollars bond uh karen guess the race i'm gonna go black and i'm going to say either they were arguing about wearing roller skates mm-hmm. and then like i'm not going out there no goddamn roller skates <laughs> so we had to shoot him kamate <laughs> kamate is black is a black all three of his names are mad niggerish his name his name got too many syllables black watermelon slush with jolly ranchers and a splash of cherry syrup black definitely had held the gun sideways kim and lamont's <laughs> o- kim and lamont's oldest boy black winky dinky doll <laughs> oh, <Cass. laughs> um, employee whole got a whole cakes black whole gotta eat too uh described as a refugee <laughs> after hurricane katrina nigga shit nigga shit nigga shit yeah black nigga super black nigga that name comes with cajun sparkle black little boosy people black as niggas black ass niggas hollywood shuffle uh y'all racist hope you i hope he white says shay so shay went with white marlene says black the correct answer is black <laughs> shay went with white for some reason the first white kamate of all time come on going against all the trends oh i guess you miss 100 percent of shoot shots you don't shoot i know uh you don't never understand why he won't why he can't find a job he walk in there they be like what <laughs> yep uh all right let's go to the next session yeah so uh he did it um mm-hmm. let's go to the bonus round here <clears throat> 
Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, double the points, double the race, and a bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is two for two. Yay. But can she finish this hot streak? I'm going to try my best. All right, let's find out uh new york city assault suspect misses court date because she was allegedly stabbing a woman oh oh okay so you were busy busy stay ready you don't have to get ready come on a woman who was sent to for mental health treatment instead of prison for a pair of assaults failed to appear in court for a status update this week because she was allegedly stabbing someone to death the daily ton of events came as uh kayla armand 20 uh was also facing prosecution in a violent robbery earlier this year how many chances can you give a person because they realize jail is the only solution the outraged cop told the post maybe if the judge would have figured this out the victim in this case would still be alive we know aside the cops on mm-hmm. armand was busted tuesday and charged with second degree murder of fatima boston 20 inside armand's washington heights apartment police cops say the motive allegedly involved a dispute but didn't elaborate armand and boston the mother of two boys ages one and three mm-hmm. previously lived together in a group home the victim's family said though they didn't know what she was doing at armand's home our man's criminal record dates back to 2016 an attack uh attack by residents of a youth mental health facility on the stafford there uh, during the incident our man and at least two other teens bashed a worker with an ottoman damn you got hit with an ottoman jesus according to eight how hell what was that ottoman weight of because ottomans are kind of can be kind of heavy teamwork make the dream work apparently so it took two of y'all to do that according to an eight count indictment that charged armand with first degree gang assault and related charges armand was then sent to rikers island where she was later charged with attacking a correction officer in 2018 armand pleaded guilty in both cases in december and prosecutors sought to have her sentenced to to one to three years in prison but state supreme court justice april newbauer held off imposing sentence and instead ordered armand to undergo mental health treatment and check in periodically in court Miss Armand has since failed at several programs, and at each instance, an ADA recommended the jail alternative be imposed, but it was not. The office said in the statement she was due back in court August 18th for an update, but did not show a bit and a bench warrant was ordered. Meanwhile, she was busted in Queens on May 30th when she was charged with a robbery that left the victim injured. To Kayla Boston, a cousin of the stabbing victim, was outraged at Armand's our man's lenient lenient treatment by the criminal justice system if she wasn't allowed to walk free my cousin would still be here with us said to kayla 16 if you all are going to claim she's crazy put her in the nut house well not using the most uh woke terms but we get the point. i understand yeah gone through a lot an aunt Tashana boston said her niece was a victim of domestic violence who had temporarily lost custody of her kids and was living in a shelter for battered women but fatima had recently got a job arranged to move into an apartment and was about to get her children back from foster care she was getting her life together a spokesman for the state system court system defended newbauer's handling of armand's case judge newbauer based on the facts and the circumstances of the charges felt that a supervised release program would both be beneficial to the defendant and ensure her return to court uh hey karen guess the race who going black karen is going black all right let's check the chat room see what they believe kayla armand armand's race is um let's see uh let me see 
where did you get oh okay uh white passing dominican she had mucho chances black white passing hispanic because she keep getting chances black uh ba- baseball player uh, okay that's not a race mad because she got herpes oh, no because you know a lot of baseball players are like like oh i know mm, okay herpes on the list black black but nyc niggas got weird rules about saying the n-word she had point she had a point to make period black dominican she had she gonna stab her cellmates in jail yeah she like roberta the robot from uh <laughs> my futurama black she's black trapped in the system hispanic black on the latinx spectrum black people in new york allow her to say nigga latin kings princess baseball player okay latinx dominicans love baseball dominicalicious dominican all right the correct answer is black karen you got it I went, I went three for three yay mm-hmm. uh she does look stabby in this picture i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. uh and i and there's yeah. that thing too where you know people that are in and out of the system like this is what the system does to folks but at right. the same time like i'm sure the, the, that girl wants her aunt back or her cousin back or whatever so mm-hmm. like i don't really this is no good answers in a situation like that no it's not you know because you want a system that's fair and is lenient and gives people a second chance but then when that second chance is used to, to rob and stab and kill people it's like fuck a second chance you know so yeah that's why kamala harris is wrong about everything all niggas need to stop tripping uh anyway let's get to the last segment man welding samurai sword breaks into brockway residence um <clears throat> wait is this the whole story i gotta click something else to read the full story ah! all right uh anyway uh the ch- the court documents indicate that a man named christopher wait christopher eugene nolan uh broke into somebody's home with a sword the charges stem from a pair of incidents uh that happened in early july so he's breaking quarantine apparently so according to court uh to criminal complaint around 902 a.m july 7 uh the psp dubois i don't know what is that oh this is new orleans okay so maybe it's dubois maybe it's dubois i don't know were dispatched to a report of a person a suspicious person on greco road after a caller reported an unknown man in a black trench coat jeans and boots coming out of the woods near a residence and entered the residence without permission of the owner the man who who was reportedly carrying a sword allegedly walked into the house and closed and locked the door behind himself the man then went into the back bedroom opened two windows pushed out the window screen and jumped out before fleeing oh okay yes um huh the complaint states around 9 45 a.m 
so about 45 minutes later the same man was reported to have entered a residence on clay plant road without permission of the homeowner the homeowner reported an unknown male who fit the description from the previous incident walked into a residence from the front door shut it behind him then told her to call 911 because someone was trying to kill him he then walked back the hallway into a bedroom and locked himself inside police responded to the scene and found a man trying to escape the residence through a bedroom window the man ignored verbal commands from the troopers and was then tased and taken into custody he was transported to penn highland dubois for treatment or divorce a black samurai sword was also recovered well i gotta be black from the backyard <laughs> of the residence the man was later identified as christopher eugene nolan based on his driver license the complaint notes uh yeah and yes he was yes he was all right y'all that's it for today we'll be back tomorrow until then uh make sure you go to adam and eve and use code tbgwt please do uh until then i love you love you too Mwah. Mwah.